Shut up and sit down. Hey, how am I people today? Hey, I'm Chris. And I'm Corey. And this is Filmer. Hey, we've been gone for a while. We have actually. It's it's been a while since we've done an episode. Is it episode six? Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And it's like kind of phase two of the Film Night podcast because we've switched things up a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. We're doing only audio now, and uh, we have switched up the format a tiny bit just to make it kind of flow a little bit better. Yeah. We're going to be a little more conscious of our time <laughs> and uh, what we're doing because we tend to get a little bit off track. Um, so kind of jumping into it here, uh, we're going to start off with Tale of Two Trailers, bit of a returning topic that we're uh, bringing back for you guys. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about Civil War, the new Captain America movie, and the new Ghostbusters directed by Paul Feig featuring an all-female cast that has quite a bit of controversy. Um, so why don't we start with the uh, Civil War? All right, Civil War. They just released an, an another trailer, something that shows a lot more. So I, I, I'm sure many of you saw the first one that they let loose. That they show before a lot of movies. Yeah, uh, has Captain America and uh, what? What's the name of the guy with the metal arm? And oh, uh, Winter Bucky, Soldier. The Winter Bucky, Soldier. Bucky. Yeah. Bucky is what I was thinking. Uh, it has a good scene of them fighting, um, but the newest trailer has a lot more Black Panther, and we get to yeah. see him in some action, yeah. and he looks really cool. Also, they do the big reveal of the new Spider-Man, ah! yeah. which is probably <laughs> what most everyone is talking about. Uh, Spider-Man looks really good. Oh, the costume design trailer. is perfect. It's kind of muted and toned down from like the 3D webbing that you got from the other one, yeah, which was really weird. It's, it's Super sick looking. It's just slick. It's he just, looks good. Oh, and it looks great. If you pay attention, there's a little bit of um, like animation in the eyes. Yeah. Um, so that they like squint and open yeah. up a little bit more, which is actually really cool. So you'll get to see like a little bit more emotive Spider-Man in the face, which yeah, will I, be helpful. I always thought like the one downfall of doing movie superheroes is that you lose the facial expressions and the eyes tell a lot. Yeah. And in the comics, Spider-Man's eyes always shift depending on the situation. Yeah. They're constantly moving. Um, that's one thing that I think they did great in the new Daredevil movie, which will have a full spoiler review um, up kind of after this. Uh, but... Uh, it's it's great that they're including that, and it looks like maybe Iron Man has a little bit of influence like he does in the comics, in the actual comic series for Civil War. Yeah. But uh, let's dig a little bit into that trailer, because uh, you were talking about Black Panther, yep. and there's a scene of uh, the character not suited up in a destroyed building, so I'm thinking it kind of looks like it's going to be connected to the events of Avengers Age of Ultron. Because there's that whole right. big destruction, and I think... Right, like he connected. happened to be there. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, well, because they mentioned his, like, island or whatever, yeah. with all the vibranium or whatever, and uh, and that's where he comes from, that yeah. character. And so it would make sense for them to... And I think it would be smart to springboard right off of that and just yeah. keep going. Um, but yeah, there's. I think those aren't the only new characters, but just the whole... The whole fighting looks sick. Like yeah. everything just 
the the only thing I'm concerned with for this new movie, uh, be, and and not super concerned because they did such a good job with Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, and it's the exact same director brothers or whatever. Thank goodness, Winter um, Soldier yeah, was good. Yeah. And they and apparently they're they're given a lot of um, directorial creative freedom because I think I think Marvel trusts them obviously. Yeah. But uh, um, they 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 are introducing a lot of characters and they have to tell this story and make this fight between all the characters that you know previously were yeah. friends make sense. Um, so that's going to be difficult to to give to bring all these new characters in and mm. not take away from the story. But I think they can do it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I'm I'm glad to see Ant Man back. Yes, Ant Man, and it has him riding on the arrow. And yeah. we, uh, they didn't show this, but I think we might see Giant Man. Yeah, um, because he did the adjustment in the movie to be able to right, grow. Right. So yeah, Giant Man will be making an appearance. If anything, he'll show up in the next uh, Avengers movie, I'm sure. Oh yeah. yeah. But uh, but he looked really good in mm. it. He looked like he was doing some cool stuff. We'll get all of our you know uh, all of our old characters. We got mm. Black Widow and um, <clears throat> the Hawk. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, I'm going to jump onto Spider-Man, uh, just to talk a little bit more in depth with the casting and the line delivery. Do that you know was who, uh, do you, do you know who is playing Spider-Man? Uh, Tom Holland. He's much younger. He's playing like a teenage and they actually got someone right, young. Right, they wanted, yeah, they wanted, well, and <laughs> Instead that's of like 30-year-old Tobey Maguire. Well, right, but also they can keep using the same actor, yeah. uh, for a while. Yeah. Um, he had to be young. That was one of the biggest things. And honestly, that's the most intriguing part of Spider-Man. It's not an adult dealing with this right. stuff. It's, it's a, a kid trying yeah. to balance all of these things as well as having all of this superpower that he has. And, I mean, they nailed the pose. Him sitting there with his head down holding the Captain America shield. Yeah, is, that was cool. That's a flawless image right there. Uh, but when he looked up and he just... just Two-word delivery gives me complete faith in the casting of him just going... Hey guys, because it sounded kind of melancholy, but his voice sounds young. It's it's perfect. Spider Man's like my favorite character. Um, oh, he is young. Yeah, Spider Man's like my favorite character from the Marvel universe, and it's exciting to actually see an accurate representation. Uh, so I was completely overjoyed with finally seeing him. And and the way he kind of, uh, you know, um, we they also revealed whose side he's on. Which I thought was kind of interesting. You got to learn. Are a lot you familiar more, with the comics? Um, not the Civil War storyline. Really. Okay. You know what? It, well, the original Civil War was about mutant registration with the in the comic, and it right. was about um, them saying that if you're going to be a superhero, you have to regi register your real name, so the government can kind of keep tabs on you and kind of see who's licensed and who's not. Iron Man thought that that was a great idea, that they needed to kind of be controlled. Right. Captain America thought, well, that's like secret identities. Like, this yeah. is going to put our families in danger. And Iron Man wound up kind of corrupting Peter Parker to be on his side. Now, Spider-Man kind of wound up seeing through that, and a big part of the comics was he revealed himself as Peter Parker to the world. Oh, okay. wow. Um, and then Spider-Man kind of realized Iron Man was becoming a little over the line in his actions, and he winds up reverting back to Captain America's team. So, Do you think we'll see that in this movie? Or? I think so, because Spider-Man was a major, major part of the Civil War storyline in the right. comic. Like, that's, why, that's why everyone was pretty sure that they were going to reveal... I mean, yeah. before anything was leaked, as soon as we knew that they were making yeah, this movie. Yeah, apparently the contract was very, very, like... 
like really nerve wracking to try and get done and it just wound up causing all sorts of problems but uh yeah i, I think it looks great i think it's going to be a great continuation on marvel and really kind of reset ourselves to maybe fall out of that superhero fatigue and get into something a little new add a bit more drama to it which will be good so i'm sure this is a little more obvious but as far as the movie goes excited unsure or not excited yeah, excited. Yeah, I'm excited Absolutely. too. I think it looks really good. Um, and uh, another selling point for me that they do they did a good job with in both trailers, the older one and the newest one, is the action just looks great. Yeah. The action looks really well done. And I, I just feel like that adds a lot. I mean, especially from seeing Deadpool and enjoying the action in that movie so much, uh, it, it just shows how far that can go to really make it more more enjoyable yeah okay so we're gonna jump to our next trailer uh the new ghostbusters all female cast lots of controversy with people saying you know destroying the childhood and all of that stuff and i i think um last time i checked there were like sixty thousand dislikes and like forty thousand likes on the yeah. trailer on youtube so for some reason people really enjoy hating on this now when yeah. i saw the trailer I didn't think there weren't really any red flags for me. It didn't look like a terrible movie. Now, honestly, it didn't look like an incredible movie either. It kind of looks middle of the road to me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt because I like Paul Feig, uh, yeah. and the and I I think the cast is smart. Um, mm. And I those all those actresses are really funny. So, um, it it didn't look like incredible in the trailer, but. I think people are hating on this simply because Ghostbusters has a very special place in, in a lot of people's yeah. hearts. And and this is what I don't get. I feel very passionate about this. Um, they released their newest, the international trailer came out, and uh, and that one made me a little bit more concerned than the other one that we saw. But uh, I'll explain that in a minute. But the thing is with Ghostbusters, if your childhood was based around the Ghostbusters movie and this is going to destroy it, you're living your life wrong. Uh, secondly... Um, people are saying like, oh, why not just a sequel? Let's get the original cast. First of all, Bill Murray doesn't want to do it. So if he oh, doesn't want to do it, just let him not want to do it. A lot of the original cast doesn't really want to be Well, super they tried doing quite a bit of it, and there's actually going to be cameos from all the people, right. just not necessarily in the same uh, roles. But uh, I, they're like, it's going to ruin the other movies. It's not. If we did a direct sequel with Fat Dan Aykroyd, old Bill Murray, <laughs> and all these people walking around doing I'm getting too old for this stuff jokes, that would ruin the original movies. It's like Indiana Jones 4. Like, I understand how that movie ruined Indiana Jones for people because it's that character doing those things right, and those ridiculous situations. Anymore, yeah. yeah. But with this new set, with new characters, completely different cast, the other stuff didn't quite exist as far as we know, you could say, oh, I don't like these Ghostbuster movies. They're not as good as these ones. Right. It won't be like Star Wars prequels where it's the same director and image behind it. And you're like, let's just not talk about those. Right, right. <laughs> well, here's the thing is they're not... Right, that's a really good point. It's not the same cast. In fact, it's not even the same world. This, yeah. uh, the first movies never took place in this new yeah. environment. They're, they're completely rebooting it, revitalizing it. Yeah. And no, it's not going to be as good as the original. No. Who expected it to be? No. No one thought it was going to be as good as the original. No. It's not going to go it down to is. the annals of history as After one of the most how amazing long the comedies. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, but, you know, let's, like, don't, like, 
don't get that involved. It's just a trailer, too. Yeah. Like, we've only seen bits and pieces of what this movie exactly. is going to be. Um, so, I... I don't, I don't understand this whole hatred towards it because it's crazy. I understand getting disappointed when just you like hear it, that if it's one a of your, bad movie, one of your favorite movies is being remade, yeah. and, and and you know it's not going to be as good as the original. I can understand there's a disappointment, but there. the annoyance stops there, right? And just and just kind of, I mean, I'm still going to go see it, and yeah. I think a lot of people who dislike the trailer, I think a lot of people will see this movie. Yeah. Um, whether they don't, ex- whether they expect Yeah, to that's the thing. You're not. going to complain about it and be like, oh, it's terrible. It's during <laughs> my childhood. You're going to be there. Right. Like, you're the going to pay. Day. You're going to pay to see it in theaters. Like, if you're going to commit to hating it, don't see it. Right. But every, uh, I think everyone's going to see it. I think it'll do all right in the box office and then depending on how good it is, it could do really well. But yeah. it's definitely going to make money. So I think, um, and I don't know, there's just a lot of things in it. Look, look, I like the ghosts. I like the visual effects. Yeah. I like um, uh, the way the cast seems to be playing off of each other. Yeah, I felt like the uh, the stage dive, missing the stage dive, one person gets dropped in the whole, I don't know if that was a race thing or a woman thing, but it pisses me off. It was, it's like, okay, that is super predictable and cheesy. It felt like a throwaway line. I was like, that gives me a little bit of hesitation for this movie. But everything else, I think, will look good standing on its well, own. Well, that's what I think why there's so much concern. Because there seems to be a lot of the cheap humor. The, oh, yeah. it's in every crack and it's hard to wash off. And the whole twisting head. I mean, that's overdone. Yeah. So, but... But you never know, like a lot of times you'll see something like that in a trailer, yeah. and then when you see the actual movie, it's like a lot better. In, like I recently saw Daddy's Home, yeah. with like the new Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg thing, and I wasn't going to, I didn't see it in theaters mm-hmm. because it's really not worth it. But I, I saw it recently, and the part where he's like accidentally throws the basketball into one of the cheerleaders, yeah. that part's really funny in the trailer. And so when that happened in the movie, I was like, well, there's that part, you know? Yeah. Uh, but then he he shoots it again afterwards and hits this like Make a Wish Foundation kid in a wheelchair on the other side of the court and it's even funnier. Yeah. So uh, seeing something like that is like oh I totally thought they like blew that part of the movie. Yeah. But it turns out that there's something even funnier immediately afterwards. Yeah. So um, it it could be like that. It could be like oh here's this you know this looks like a really predictable joke. But all you have to do to make something like that work is make it meta like mm. you know mention the fact that it's predictable and like, like like oh you know this ghost possesses people and apparently they act like every other person who's ever been possessed by anything yeah you know like just some kind of clever line like yeah. that would make it all work so i think i think people are judging it too swiftly yeah but as far as excited unsure disappointed not excited i think i'm kind of unsure yeah uh, unsure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think the jury is definitely out on this one, but I, I, I'm not going to jump to conclusions and say I think it's terrible. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to move the show along, and we're going to jump into uh, a new thing. I was thinking about movie names, and uh, we wanted to do literal movie names. Like so, you have a title. This is a real title of a real movie, obviously. Yes. But you have to interpret it. You have to pitch the plot as if the movie title was 
super literal. Yes. And so, there are movies there are movies out there with literal titles. Yes. I was thinking of like Mean Girls or things yeah. like a lot of titles are already literal. But we wanted to do something unique. So for example, that the example I gave Chris was Top Gun. Like it could be a super weapon of guns glued to a top that you spin and it shoots everyone. Shoots in, in every room. direction, which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Or, a, or, or a everyone had to wear helmets yeah. with guns on top yeah. of it to shoot people. Like I I really like that visual. It's like a, a war future warfare out. movie, yeah. <laughs> This is what this is what Corey pitched to me to kind of give me an understanding of how this works. Yeah. So, do you want to give me a movie first? Uh, or should sure, I give I'll, you I'll give you one first. first. I want to see what you think here. Um, okay, uh, Spring Breakers. Oh! Spring Breakers. Okay, um, all right. What would that movie be? Okay, uh, it's... Um, okay, so it's sort of like... Did you ever see... Fat Camp, or what's that movie where they all, a bunch of fat kids go to Oh, uh, Heavyweights? Heavyweights. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so it's it's like a sequel to that, sort of. Um, <laughs> a bunch of fat kids go to this camp, um, but in this camp, it's like very trampoline-based. <laughs> okay? Um, also, there's like, you know, there's water, there's a pool, and there's like a diving board, but all these like spring-based activities. <laughs> And they break the springs. <laughs> it's, it's a total meltdown. I was thinking like a post-apocalyptic future where roving gangs of people destroying springs. So like we couldn't have clicking pens and. Oh. Like, okay, so like was, maybe like a like a kind of technological like robotic uprising. You know, like yeah. springs are shit. No springs. No springs are crap. Oh god. I, I, you could also have like a spring like um you know some guy who's a bad guy and he wants to destroy the water supply. And oh, he goes yeah. to different water springs. Yeah. And, and, okay. And, yeah. Um, oh, or, good. or it could even be like these travelers who travel around the world, and they always take a break from their travels at a spring. Yeah. There's a lot of different options here with that one. There is. All spring right. Breakers. So, what do you got for me? Okay. Uh, a river runs through it. <laughs> river runs through it. Okay. So, what I'm getting right now is this would be, um, in. Oh, man. A river runs through it. Okay. So, this would be a upcoming sequel to the Addams Family movie. And Cousin It died. <laughs> okay. And he's buried in the cemetery. And uh, there's all of a sudden a massive flash flood from a mountain. And it starts going down and goes through the cemetery. And it goes, it literally runs through Cousin It's grave. Right, the hand, and, right? That's Cousin It? No, he's the really hairy oh, one. Oh, he's the hairy one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it runs through the grave and it winds up deteriorating the ground. And it actually takes the grave, the uh, coffin that Cousin It is laying in, and ships it off. So they're missing it. So it looks like something, you know, a river goes through. So the Adams family has to get on the river and follow the river to try and find the body of Cousin It. Nice. <laughs> and then retrieve it. And then give him a proper resting place. Okay. All right. A river runs through it. I was thinking more of like a biological, maybe educational piece about uh, the urethra. Oh. <laughs> and it would be like a child's, like a children's movie about like your body parts and the way they function, you know. And it's a river runs through it. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, even a like a schoolhouse rock kind of twist to it, you know. Yeah, just an animated like... <laughs> A river runs through it. A river runs through it. <laughs> I'm Russell Bill. Hey, hey, kids. This is the human body. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I mean. You have to pee. <laughs> yep. 
Oh man, that's hilarious. Okay, uh, I got a, I got one for you. Um, in the line of fire. In the line of fire. Um, okay. Um, okay, so I watch a lot of YouTube. And a really popular uh, YouTube channel is Slow Mo Guys. Have you seen any of their mm. videos? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they just, like, film things in slow motion. Yeah. They film really cool things. So In the Line of Fire could be an entire movie where they film fire in, in slow motion. And it's 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 feature length, so it's all kinds mm. of different kinds of fire. Okay, and, but it's <laughs> literally kind of, like, like wood burning gas. Well, you know, and well, they do a lot of creative things. If you like, there's yeah. one. I think one of the most recent ones they did is they 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 lit like steel wool on fire and then mm. swung it around on like a wire, mm. and it was oh, it's incredible. But anyhow. It could be like literally in the line of fire. They get these like fireproof cameras and they film like what the fire. And then there's a little bit of like, you know, science behind it of yeah. what's going on in fire. I've always wanted to know exactly how fire works. Yeah. Because it's kind of see, amazing. See, I kind of thought of it as possibly like a third world documentary where for sport they would have people stand in a line on fire and the last person standing. <laughs> So like a Japanese game show yeah. in the line of fire? In the line of fire where people stand in the line of fire and the last person standing wins and like gets a basket or something. Or, or it's about this super... Oh, this this is better than my original idea. Uh, it's, it's this controversial new amusement park ride <laughs> called fire and when you yeah. you in the line of it's fire, just it's about, about the line but but like <laughs> people fully know that they could die yeah when they go on the ride now not everyone does but people yeah. die regularly and so it's like the conversations <laughs> it would be like a philosophical yeah. movie kind of showing really like all these people are like preparing to put themselves in a place where they could definitely die and maybe their mindset and kind no, of yeah that, that. that's good all right yours <laughs> okay, this is this is more fun than uh, I expected it to be. Um, well, I didn't know how fun it would be. Uh, American History X. American History X. Oh, that's I easy. I this one just because I feel like it would be difficult. Oh, that's easy, man. It's a it's a documentary about the history of the letter X in America. <laughs> in America, and how it originated, and how we brought it into America, and how the letter X has helped us spell a variety of words. Fox, box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, before the, it was just a B-O and just a question mark. Like, right. they weren't sure <laughs> right. for like about last, 50 years. It's like the last letter that they added to <laughs> yeah. the they, they weren't we sure. We really need like, something. We need, I mean, it's box. It would not work if it was C-K-S. Yeah. No, it just makes no sense. First of all, the C, K, and S are broken on my typewriter. Right. And And, and I can't finish this word. I feel like... We need to come up with something else. Well, plus people who couldn't quite, like, you know, write <clears throat> needed, a like, something simple that they yeah. could do. Like, that even people who haven't been educated could sign things with. Yeah. So the X came about, like, you know, for many different reasons. I was thinking more of just, like, you know, X marks the spot. So, like, anything oh, okay. that X has marked the spot of in America, that would be pretty interesting. Yeah. Maybe something that they would show on the History Channel, you know, of just, like, well, you might not know it, but... We marked this with an X, and you know, yeah. when we, when you know, when this first got colonized, they found this, and it was marked with an X, you know, mm. and pirate treasure, and blah blah blah, you know, pretty good stuff. Okay, so my turn. Um, this one, this one's one of my favorites uh, because I kind of have an idea for this, and I'm really curious if you're going to come up with it. Pulp Fiction. Okay. Um, ooh. Okay. 
Well, I mean, I I feel like if it doesn't have to do with orange juice, it's just not <laughs> it's just not right. It yeah. has to be it has to be, um, well, it's got to be animated. I feel like uh, because it's fiction, you know, and okay. so that just kind of drives the fact that it's animated. But it's a story about orange juice pulp, and um, you know, and it's just a, a story about pulp and and. Uh, their lives like these are you know personal personified pulps yeah who live together um you know they all came from you know the same grove of oranges yeah and uh it'd be cool because you could have like naval oranges as like a military-esque type thing and then they're being like invaded by blood oranges who are like bad guys like they're out for blood you could have like this whole like this is how I feel Good like boy. like you got to be able to make a movie out of this. So yeah. I, you know how like the Giving Tree, it's about this like tree who goes through different like transformations, yeah. and it like he has to like rethink his life. Um, I I kind of see that happening. Like you start with actual oranges, yeah, and then they get like they think it's the end of their life because they get picked and they're not growing anymore, and then they get torn up and and uh, you know totally blended until there's nothing but like pulp and so then this is now they're pulp and that's like a different form of life that takes and it would be kind of like a coming of age analogy yeah through a pulp fiction okay i like that i like that that that's that's good i would see that movie i, I would see that Maybe. movie too all right so what do you got okay uh romancing the stone <laughs> romancing the stone okay so this is a movie about a guy uh in the 80s okay okay it's an it's an 80s piece where uh, the pet rock was all the rage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and you've heard of people like getting attached to inanimate objects yeah, and like of them, like people marrying their dogs or something. Right. Well, that's a little different. But uh, he he winds up like he's not a very social person, but he just finds taking care of this rock, this pet rock, is like a main part of his life. Right. So he winds up building a relationship and it's following him and like his family being concerned. Right, for and, him and yeah. not knowing whether they should step in and yeah. kind of be like, hey, this is a but, rock. But he goes through, it's like a romantic uh, comedy movie or a romantic drama because, you know, he feels like The Rock maybe isn't giving him the amount of attention he deserves. Maybe it's caught up in its other pet duties. But he's romancing it. He's romancing the stone to try and be and like become its husband and at the end of the movie he proposes to the rock and the rock says no <laughs> yeah so then he's heartbroken That's really sad. and the family's relieved so the rock says no <laughs> yeah too? the rock says no but then he has to move on he does have oh, to move on oh nice so then nice. uh so eventually he does kind of have to mature and like take like you know, reconnect with the real world. Yeah. You know, through the breakup with The Rock. Yeah, and the sequel would be The Rock. <laughs> and it would just be Follow the Life of The Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. After the breakup. Yeah, after the breakup. Post-breakup yeah. rock life. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. I threw in another movie I like the it. idea of, of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like, being really... Uh, being, like, really blundery in relationships and not knowing how to... So okay. it's like people teaching him how to like get with girls the romancing the the, the rock but. yeah romancing the stone no yeah. yeah makes sense it's a play I, on words yeah no i think that was good um so you know what i'm really enjoying this why don't we let's throw, do you couple, said you had yeah. an extra we'll do a more. bonus yeah. we'll do a bonus uh you want to do yours because oh yeah just, sure um, i just did one okay hot shots hot shots uh okay this is uh, i mean this is 
this this just sounds pretty simple. I mean, it's it's it follows primarily a relationship between a guy and a girl at a poorly run, um, loosely managed coffee shop. Okay, and they pour hot shots, you know, for the customers. Oh, okay. You could even call the coffee shop hot shots if okay. you wanted to. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and it's kind of just it's the like way... It's like regular black coffee, just in shot glasses. Right. And, and a guy <laughs> and a girl, and they work together, and it's their, like, relationship from not really knowing each other, you know. It, okay. Probably the guy's first day, and the girl already works there, or vice versa. Yeah. But um, them, like, working together and slowly kind of falling in love with yeah. each other while working at a coffee shop. Yeah. See, I I kind of pictured it as like a beer fest type movie with drinking, only it's with like different hot sauces. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So then they're like in tournaments and all this underground stuff, like taking oh, shots of like taking Tabasco shots of, sauce of and just sauce. a variety of super hot. All and then they have like this crazy, the hottest stuff ever that they got to do at the end when they're against the final team. Yeah. 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 And all the and you could even go into like the impact, dude. If it was a true documentary about like people who actually do that, that'd be super intense. That would be yeah, that would be yeah, really interesting. That'd be really cool. It could go into like the kind of different like um, gastrointestinal like esophagus disorders they have from drinking all these hot sauces or something. I don't know. <laughs> all right, uh, do uh, you have guys and dolls. Guys and dolls. Well, this would probably be an adult film. <laughs> um, but, um i um well okay we'll, we won't do an adult film uh we'll go into um it's a series it'd be a real life one it'd be reality but it'd be about boys who collect dolls yeah right yeah um so they talk about you know like the weird looks that they get and, like, what their life is like growing up being a kid that just really liked dolls like Barbies and Raggedy Ann and Andy, just, like, all these different types of things that they played with and grew up with and just seeing how that impacted them through life negatively or positively. Yeah. 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 I like that. All right. That's actually how I figured it would go down. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just really love the movie Guys and Dolls, and yeah. that was the movie that came to mind. Uh, what's the next next on on the well? Uh, we're schedule? we're going to take a break. Really? Um, Already? Yeah, oh, we're okay. going to take a break, and then uh, we'll kind of get back into it, and uh, we will be right back with some more great stuff. Hello, and this is Corey from Film Narc. Uh, I'm here to tell you guys about a great, great sponsor that we have. Uh, we're signed up with them. It's called Podio Books. Now, what they do is they take your podcast, someone sits in and then listens in, and he writes it out as a transcript for people to read. It's great. And if you think that's all they do, you're wrong, mister, because they also will bring in people and record an audiobook of that transcript. So if you don't have time to read it, now you have an audiobook to where you can listen to the podcast after it's been written out. Wait, wait, it's, wait Corey, what? are you saying that they they write it down yes. and then they record it out loud, like audio? Yes, absolutely. It's good. There's tons of benefits. People just, uh, they they love it. They, you know, the prices are fair. Why, why don't you just listen to the original podcast? Well, because they, there's the original podcast and they put it, into a transcript, and then they re... But why would you make it audio? You could just listen to the original podcast. 
instead of listening to the audiobook they made of the podcast. That doesn't make any sense. What? Are we paying these people? Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's making sense now. We need to cancel. We don't have money for this. It's like $400 a month. Jeez. It's it's expensive. Oh, gosh. Uh, all right, I'll call them. You need them. to stop I'll, doing this. I'll call them now. Okay, uh, so yeah. can I speak what, to, what Corey doesn't can I speak seem to, to understand is that uh, yeah. we our podcast no, is available I'm on angry. iTunes. You can just go on there and listen to you it. You don't even understand. And I don't really like, know anyone who would want to read a podcast. I feel like it wouldn't have the same the original podcast. So That's hopefully we'll be able to cancel this because this is just okay. nonsense. No, yeah, that sounds fair. Sorry about this. Okay. Uh, no, kind of yeah. embarrassing to have during okay. a commercial. Okay. All right. So we got that all taken care of. Uh, yes. What? Why? What's that attitude? Well, I I talked to the guy. His name's Gary. Okay. We got a special offer. Oh no, Corey! Fifty dollars more. Oh my gosh! You're paying them more? And they film us. But with different actors. So they just redo it with different people? Yes. Which, it's actors. $50 more for paid actors? We just we just went over this and decided that it wasn't even necessary to do a visual version because the video wasn't as... There's nothing to look at. I signed a 40-year contract. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this. 